Nebraska News Service. The concept of hard cider is nothing new in the United States. As the colonists didn't have safe drinking water, they would take apples off apple trees and ferment the juice into cider. Many people may confuse hard cider as a different kind of beer, but hard cider is a differentiation of wine, which is what made it an easy product for the colonists to make. But when the industrial age came into the United States, the cider industry took a hit. The major issue that created the cider hit revolved around how cider could only be made seasonally, and beer was becoming more popular since it could be made year-round. Also, beer was just cheaper to make. As the 2010s began, the United States saw a resurgence in the cider industry, and now in the state of Nebraska, the cider industry is ever-changing. There are a couple of powerhouses in the cider industry in the state of Nebraska, the main one being Glacial Till in Ashland. Next along the food chain would be Sorrow Cider in Lincoln, and the newest cider maker, Vala's Pumpkin Patch. But behind all the main cider makers in Nebraska, there are home brewers that make it themselves. Keith Gascoigne, who works at Zipline Brewery here in Lincoln, Nebraska, wanted to create a cider that was different than what was sold in Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, honestly, kind of similar to how I got into beer, but, you know, there's not a whole lot, especially at the time, there wasn't a whole lot of commercial cider in this market, and especially the kind of cider that I wanted to to drink, you know, the the wild fermented, um, not so much... Uh, back sweetened uh, ciders. Gascoigne found himself interested in the wild fermentation aspect of beer, which led him to experiment with homebrewing cider. The term wild fermentation can easily be explained as getting the natural sugars from a grape or an apple that turn into alcohol naturally. Just, yeah, naturally fermenting with uh, the, the microbes and the, the yeast that's already on the skin of the apples, so uh, versus, you know, pitching your commercial yeast. Um, that you normally would buy from a yeast supplier. The equipment is the main thing needed to homebrew hard cider where Keith is fully loaded. I purchased a, a small basket press so that uh, kind of similar to the old like winemaking presses you know they're uh, uh, kind of it's a hand ratchet so it, uh, it's a kind of a more gentle press but yeah it's a I can roughly do about two to three gallons per press so I'll try to do two presses of, of what I'm doing so I get a carboy's worth, but yeah, uh, the press itself, um, I got an apple crusher. It's just a hand grind apple crusher, whereas a lot of big cider makers have like automated or um, mechanical crushing. But uh, yeah, so crushing that is pretty much it. Uh, I had already had like the glass carboys and like the fermentation vessels from my background in homebrewing beer. So Keith likes to keep things simple as he doesn't add a whole lot to his cider. He doesn't boil his cider like some may do, but for Keith's taste of drinks, he needed to create a cider that isn't available in Nebraska. And I think that's just what I kind of look for in drinks in general, I guess, you know, um, you know, with wine and with beer, I'm not necessarily looking for sweet, sweeter versions. So I think that was just kind of a, an easy segue. And then, like I said, I like a lot of those mixed fermentation, wild, uh, wild culture ferments. So there's usually those are fairly dry because you know you've got more than just one type of yeast maybe or one type of bacteria working. So it tend, tends to finish everything out regardless if you want to or not. For Keith though, his home brewing of hard cider can be boiled down to two words: passion project. They make, you know, they make good Christmas gifts too. So it's. Yep. Uh, you know, and it's nice having, you know, saving some bottles for myself, you know, for later in the yeah. year or something. And you kind of get to remember what 
that taste was like at harvest. From the home brewing aspect, Gascoin sees the cider industry growth as something natural and something that people who brew beer just naturally fall into. The demand for natural wine has also, I think, segued into uh, natural cider as well. So like those people who like natural wine are also like, well, I like funky dry things. Cider also kind of gives that too. So, um, and I think that I think that will kind of move towards the Midwest eventually in the next probably few years. Throughout the next three episodes, the homebrewing aspect of cider making is an inspiration of the three other cider companies. Listening to the stories of Kelsey Valla, Scott Meyer, Chris Ganshert, and Adam Anderson, they all have backgrounds in home brewing. A Nebraska News Service and 90.3 KRNU production.